a shaking in our nation, a shaking around the world. And, and who's involved in it? The enemy's involved and the Lord's involved. And the, Lord, the enemy wants to use it um, to bring about his purposes, and the Lord wants to use it to bring about his purposes. I want to be used of the Lord in it. But the only way for that, for that to happen is for me to continue to surrender myself. So, I want to look at some things that were happening in Acts 6. So, the church is growing powerfully. Acts 6, chapter 1 says this, But as the believers rapidly multiplied, rapidly multiplied, there were rumblings of discontent. God is moving in a powerful way, okay? But the enemy's coming in, and he's saying, Whoa, whoa, I've got I've to stop this. I'm trying all these other things, so now I'm going to try this within the church. I'm going to try to bring about a distraction, okay? So that's his goal here. So it continues on, and it says... The Greek-speaking believers complained about the Hebrew-speaking believers, saying that their widows were being discriminated against in the daily distribution of food. Verse 2, So the twelve called a meeting of all the believers. They said, We apostles should spend our time teaching the Word of God, not running a food program. And so, brothers, select seven men who are well-respected and are full of the Spirit and wisdom. We will give them this responsibility. Then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the Word. Now what I want you to see here is that there was love given without neglect. You see, when this discontent arose... They didn't turn their backs on it and say, listen, we've got other things to do, just suck it up and deal with it. That's not what they did. But at the other hand, what they also didn't do is they didn't neglect the very thing that God had called them to do and say, oh, you've heard the saying that the squeaky wheel gets the grease? They didn't turn away from everything else and say, oh, we got to focus on this because this is where things are unraveling right now. We'll let this go. Instead, they loved without neglect. Instead, they gave love. They said, okay, we're going to do something about this. But at the same time, they said, we must continue on and remember what the main thing is. Now, I don't know about you, but my tendency is that when something is happening and there's unrest, is to just give my focus to it. But it is so crucial that when those things happen, we stop and we ask the Lord, Lord, what am I to do? Lord, what is my response to be? Because if we don't do that, what we can find without realizing it, having all the good intentions in the world of helping someone is that we actually neglect something else that we're not even thinking about, that the Lord has called us to, and we begin to focus somewhere else. And what would have happened if they had put all their focus on this? 
Well, the church would have stopped growing and multiplying as it was called to do. I want to share just another quick reference scripture with you that's found in 2 Timothy 2.4. And 2 Timothy 2.4 comes right after, well, not right after, 2 Timothy 2.2, which is, called, which is shared a lot right now when we talk about discipleship. Because 2 Timothy 2 says, You have heard me teach these things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. So this is the discipleship thing. But then right after this, verses 3 and 4, it says this, It says, endure suffering along with me as a good soldier of Christ. Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life, for then they cannot please the officer who enlisted them. So he's giving out a warning here. He's saying, be careful. We are all soldiers of the Lord. We have a primary purpose. He's saying, don't get so wrapped up in the other things that you forget what the main thing is. And that is so easy for it to happen in all of our lives. I mean, even as someone who's involved in full-time ministry, I find this very easy to happen in my own life. Let alone when your full-time whatever is something else it's so easy for this to happen. Now, what he's not saying is this. He's not saying that we shouldn't be involved in things outside the church. And we shouldn't be reaching out into things outside the church. What would happen then? We're not sharing the love of Christ. We're not spreading anything. We are to get outside the walls. We're not to build up you know, some kind of structure and just kind of hover in here and, and just kind of block the world out. That's not what we're called to do. We're called to reach out in love. One of the things that Acts 6 talks about is it talks about feeding. One of the things that we do here in this community is we seek to reach out and to feed those who need fed. Is that a bad thing? Absolutely not. Our whole point in this is to show the love of Christ. It's to meet needs, okay? But it's also to show the love of Christ. But in the midst of that, here's something else that has taken place as we're reaching out and we're feeding people. We're getting involved with other organizations that are not the church. We're getting involved with other people who are not following the Lord. Is that a bad thing? No. Because we want to interact. We want to interact and we want to demonstrate what the love of Christ is. But you know what? Here's something that could happen from that. Someone could look at that and say, What? You're involved with somebody who's a part of that? Have you heard what they've done or said? They're not, they're not really uh, trying to move forward the things of God. You see what I'm saying? From that, what would happen? From that, there would be a discontent that would happen in the church and a disunity in the church. And this is one of the things I see the enemy doing right now. I see people within the church wanting to love people outside the church that don't know the Lord. 
Is that a good thing? Absolutely. Sometimes as we do that, do we end up standing with people who don't know the Lord? Yeah, we do. Is that a bad thing? No. We want to rub shoulders with these people. We want to demonstrate the love of Christ. But here's the thing that we need. And here's the thing that's so hard. Is that in order to really do that, we need a love from the Lord and a love from the Holy Spirit. And we need to be careful that we don't start speaking and, and acting like those outside the church. That somehow we demonstrate this love. And I don't know about you, but again, when I'm around other people, it's so easy just to fall in line and start acting according to whatever the norm is. But we are to be people who are not a part of the norm. And so the apostles, when this came to them, again, they didn't turn their back. They didn't say, you know, just we got more important things to do. No. They said, let's make sure that this is taken care of. But at the same time, they were seeking the Lord and they said, Lord, what's the main thing here? And so this is applied to all of us. As all of us seek to love others, one of the things that we've got to do is to say, Lord, what's my part in this? How do I keep the main thing the main thing? Because as they did this, we read down in Acts chapter 6, and when you jump down to verse 7, it says that this is the result. It says, so God's message continued to spread. The number of believers greatly increased in Jerusalem, and many of the Jewish priests were converted too. I want you to catch that. That's powerful. Many of the Jewish priests were converted too. If there are Jewish priests, leadership being converted, people who were, you know, um, leaders, religious leaders, that's going to have a huge impact on the kingdom. And I know that we just read over this in a few short verses, and it's easy just to you know, zip right over it and be like, oh, well, that doesn't seem like a whole, a whole lot. What we just read through had the ability to completely disrupt the church and completely stop what was being done. And the apostles had to say, no, we're not going to have this, let this happen. We're going to love. We're not going to turn our backs. We're going to love, but we're going to do it without neglect. We're going to continue to do the things that God has called us to do, but we are going to show love in this instance. I fully believe that in the midst of, of all the shaking that is going on, God wants to do something powerful in the church. And I believe He wants to do something powerful through us. But in order for that to happen, that means that we allow God to do stuff supernaturally in us. And we're careful not to look at the other and to say, hey, why are you over there with them? Because I don't like what they're doing. And when we do that again, what happens is there's this disunity in the church. We as a church, we have the same goal. We want to see people loved. 
And we've got to be careful that we don't allow the enemy to, to plant things in our hearts that will bring about a disunity because right now there is potential for the church to really grow. But there's also potential for the opposite. And the question is, will we surrender? Will we surrender to the Lord or will we hold on to the things of the flesh? Will we be like Peter and stand up with boldness to people who threaten us and share love with them? Or will we let our flesh come out and will we want to attack back? We're all seeing it. We're seeing attack back and forth, back and forth. How do we stop that? Well, I've got to die to my flesh. And I'm telling you, it's not easy. But that's what the Lord is asking me to do. Lord, um, Thank you, Lord, that we are not slaves to our flesh. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that when you died, you made a new heart available for each one of us. Lord, we need you, Holy Spirit, to be our lifeblood, to flow through us. And we ask, Lord, that, that you would be that, that you would work through us. How does that happen in each of our individual lives, Lord? It, it's, it's the same thing, but it, it's a little bit different. Each of us has different roles, Lord, that we are to, to play. And Lord, we're, we're doing it in the midst of a world who doesn't know you. So how do we do that? Lord, it's only through you working through us. So I just pray that you would show each one of us how we do that. How do we have influence, Lord, in the world around us? But as 2 Timothy says, how do we keep, Lord, from walking away from our primary thing? Lord, we want to be soldiers for you. We want that to be our primary thing. So help us to do that. Help us to love in the midst of the world, but not to neglect, Lord, the message that you've given us. But instead, Lord, to love without neglect. Instead, Lord, to bring the message forward, but not just to bring the message to show love through our actions. Lord, that only happens through you. Lord, we're asking that you move through us. We're asking, Lord, that you not allow the enemy um, to break up what you want to do in us and in the church, in this nation, and around the world, Lord. But instead, that you would unify us. Jesus, it's you that we unify around. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I don't